Hey everybody and welcome to the DS Live podcast episode 31 being recorded live and in color at uh <laughs> do it live there you go at newcoder.com slash live so you can do it live uh as always i'm your host lloyd hannison the webmaster newcoder.com and ukoda.com and joining me and bellowing do it live edgar first what's up guys how's, how's it going, going? How's it hanging? <laughs> it's going pretty good. Uh, we just went through this... a marathon Wii Spot podcast. And yeah, we're, I think we're this is going to be the best second podcast we've done in a day. I think it is definitely going to be the best it's... second podcast we have done today. Because we've never had a good podcast if we've done two in one day. No, it's always second. been the, the energy the level is sapped. Three? It's sapped. Yeah. But that's not the case here because we're doing... It live. Mm -hmm. We are doing it live with many people watching. Uh, not as many as there were, but uh, there are still a few. We had a bit of a, a hiccup today. We we posted that we're going to be doing a live show starting at 1 p.m. Central, uh, which unfortunately was pushed about 2.45 because uh, Edgar, who works in, I guess, kind of an offshoot of the gaming industry, sort of. Um, it's E3 next week, and there was some really, really, really crazy stuff that had to happen, and Edgar was the man that had to do it. So he was called in the work kind of in an emergency did you have like a police escort to get there i had a police escort and then i got a call from the mayor and then uh a call from obama nice was there a bat signal in the air when when this uh, was all happening was, yeah yeah kind of it looked very similar to it was just ones and zeros actually nice. it was a digital code i don't know what it was nice that was not funny i have no idea what i'm doing here <laughs> we should get the show on the road let's let's, let's go through announcements buddy all right let's go through announcements okay uh we don't have anything to announce uh really other than the fact that uh, we're doing this live at newcoder.com slash live, you guys can check it out. Um, we po usually post the, the news of um, when our next live show will be there. We try to get it done by about Wednesday of the week, but uh, that won't happen this week because I'm taking a, a little bit of time off work and doing some stuff. Uh, so I won't be able to let you guys know about the next live show till about Thursday or Friday of next week. Uh, but we usually do it on Saturdays and it's a lot of fun for all involved. You can come chat with us. Um, you can Go on cam if you want, if you guys want to, uh, to, to, to make faces at us while we're recording. Uh, that is definitely encouraged. It's not just uh, a possible. It is encouraged. It is very much encouraged. And also, it's encouraged to flash us at time to time. Uh, no, definitely not. Oh, it's not? not. Oh, no. We, we already had Mitchy D do that, and it, I'm still scarred. Yeah, that was rather awkward. That was very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What have you been playing lately? Dude, I've had so much time with my DS. I went on vacation last week to Havasu right before my birthday. Just wanted to throw that in there on the 7th. My birthday was on the 7th. My birthday was on the 7th. And Happy I went birthday. for a July weekend. Happy Thanks, birthday, birthday. Thank you for the song. So we went to Havasu for the weekend. And uh, I'm surprised he's not coming out your nose after that little <sighs> ditty. Uh, Havasu was awesome. We had a great time. And uh, I actually had maybe six hours back and forth on a uh, uh, transit coming from L.A. to Havasu because Havasu is in uh, Arizona. So um, it was a lot of fun, actually. I took a couple hours to play, and even on off time, I was playing a little Guitar Hero. I finally flipped it on medium. Nice. I'm going through hard now. Nice. Uh, played a lot of Professor Layton. I actually, like, doubled my time now. Granted, I only put, like, an hour and a it's, half in the first time. It's pretty pretty easy to double it when you've only played for five minutes. <laughs> slacker. <laughs> So I'm at a solid like three and a, three hours into it now. So um, it's progressing really well. How many and puzzles? I, how many puzzles do I have done? Maybe close to twenty. That's it. 
Yeah, is that not good? No. Not at How all. many puzzles are there? 120 or 134, I think. Holy Jesus. Yeah. And I thought I was doing it at a decent pace. You, you're not that smart. Oh, I'm not. Oh, wait. That this, this is carrying over from the last podcast where every email and comment in the chat room was something against you. I'm sorry. I got to get out, get out of that, that phase. Seriously, I'm in a great mood, and you guys keep trying to bring me down. This sucks balls. <laughs> uh, so Professor Layton is great as usual. Actually, actually I'm gonna check it later because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm going through it at a decent pace. But maybe it's just because I'm. Thanks, uh, Hodge Slim. Um, I'm going through it at a, you know, I, I'm going through a decent pace, but maybe because I'm opening and closing it. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, Guitar Hero is great. Um, I do have to play in stints, but I'm also kind of addicted to it. Because the hand cramping is just not good, and I'm learning how to play. I pretty much almost play it vertically now. Like I don't have it parallel to me; I have it perpendicular to me almost. Yeah, I rest it on my chest actually, so I'm looking down. So I don't really get arm cramps anymore. I get neck cramps from from looking down. It's just I don't know. It, it's it's a lot of fun and it works really well. But yeah, it is it is really hard to uh, to to play for an extended yeah. period of time. I was thinking your idea. I think I think it was your idea uh, the, of a different gameplay type where they would let you use a stylus or something, with um, you know pressing different buttons on the directional pad without having to use the uh, hmm. um, the uh, attachment would have also been great. Yeah, I mean, I would have totally have done that. Like, you know, you could do the full fledged um, experience with the the grip and everything, but it would have been really fun. If you just want to take your DS, because that's the the worst part about it, the DS is a mobile product, and when you add attachments to that, it starts restricting it more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, I never understood the Game Boy and all the attachments that people used to have for it, with the like the speakers and then the magnifying lens and the lights, and then by the time you're done, it's like twenty five pounds on a seven pound you know mobile product. <laughs> Uh, I never understood it. I and, was one um, of those guys, actually. I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. It's sad. <laughs> With the fold-out speakers and the magnifying I never did the speakers, but I had the, the magnifying glass and the light, definitely. Those, did they work? The mani- That's the dumbest no, thing I've ever heard. No, the magnifying heard. glass didn't work very well at all, no, but the lights didn't. worked really well. There was, the I, light- I probably tried about three or four different lights back in the day and uh, found one that really worked and really liked, but I tried... a a whole bunch of different magnifying glasses and they didn't work at all. They were just no, all they, terrible. And it would distort the mis- the the image and everything. Yeah, it, it just wasn't good. It was great for like the one inch square in the center of the screen, but everything else was all warped and f- and like blurry and it was just, it was yeah. terrible. So that's the only part that I, that's my biggest gripe against the whole thing because I just hate c- carrying that extra piece. And like I said, it'd be fun if I knew like I was going to go somewhere, like if I was going to Steve's or if I was eventually going to visit Lloyd and, be, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to bring my attachment and we'll have fun. Um, but it'd be, it would have been so cool. I kept thinking about it. Man, it'd be so awesome if I could just press like a directional pad, mm-hmm. you know, for the string and then strum mm-hmm. and that would have been it. Mm-hmm. It would have been it. It would have been simple and honest and true and it would have worked fine. Yep. Um, so anyways, that's my rant. Um, and I've been playing uh, a lot of Final Fantasy. I popped it in for the first time. A little brother let me borrow it. Final Fantasy Four, three, three. Final Fantasy three for the DS. This is the one that was never released here in the in in the states, um, and they uh, they released it with uh, you know redone graphics and slightly changed storyline. I believe made it harder, and it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's exactly what got me into RPGs in the first place, and um, I love it. I mean, it's an amazing game, and it just like kind of brings me back and takes me to the place I was. You know. Oh, wow, fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. maybe maybe more actually. 
um, you know, finding because uh, they don't really lock thing a lot of things out in games anymore. Photomon, and they make things too easy. Like you could put a monkey on a video game, and they'll eventually get through it. Like there's built-in mechanics into games where if like you're doing horribly, it'll eventually let you just win. There's never that like really hard like God, I've already died seven times and I can't beat this boss. There's nothing like that. You play a boss once, maybe twice, and you beat the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, not the case with Final Fantasy, and that's what makes it awesome. Uh, so it's really great. Um, and that, actually, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Final Fantasy later on in the podcast. But uh, Lloyd, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? I've been playing a lot, actually. Um, let's uh, let's organize this. Okay, on the Wii, I've been playing a, a little game called Final Fantasy Fables Chocobo Dungeon, uh, which is one of those easy games that you were just talking about. Um, but it's not that easy. Uh, basically, it's a roguelike. Um, so if you um, are an old school game player, you've probably seen the old text-based um, adventure games where you're going through randomly generated dungeons called Rogue. Uh, this is like Rogue, so it's a roguelike, um, but it's 3D. It's set in the Final Fantasy universe, and uh, basically all the random dungeons have you entering people's minds and beating all the enemies that are holding their memories um, hostage. Really, really great game. I'm about halfway through, loving it. Uh, if you're interested in the game, check out the We Spot podcast at WeSpot.com because I gave a, a fairly long audio review that Edgar was uh, ribbing me about after. Um, but it is uh, Dude, definitely seriously, good. guys. I we had a 55 minute podcast about. And 15 minutes was of his giving uh, Lloyd giving like a little, a little teaser trailer of his review. It yeah. was it was as if when Lloyd sent me his promo for the first time to the Nerdboat podcast, and it was like a 15 minute long promo. That wasn't a promo. Uh, it was a contest announcement. I keep telling you, dude. It was like he literally went through like every restriction and every rule of the contest, and I was like, dude, seriously. And, uh, but it gave yeah, you I guys think, some good content to make fun of me for the next like twelve episodes of the Nerd Blur podcast. And actually, we recorded a secret podcast that we never posted because it was too awful. <laughs> I think I farted during your uh, during the reading of your promo oh, or something. Jeez, wow! <laughs> and, that, and that's why Steve still won't talk to me because uh, he he doesn't like my promos. He doesn't like your promos. You're a horrible promo maker. So so if people ever wondered why he's not on the podcast anymore, it's because of my promos. <laughs> It's because he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go on. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, Chocobo Dungeon. I've also been playing a game for review on the 360 called Dragon Ball Z Burst Limit. Uh, it's a 3D fighting game set in the Dragon Ball Z universe. It covers uh, three of the main storylines from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, really, really good. I, I was actually really surprised by it. I, I'm not a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. I've probably watched like three episodes of the tv show um but it is really really good it's a 3d fighter with all these crazy moves it actually looks like you're taking part in an anime um like a or or a manga page has come to life it's it's done really 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 well if you guys are dragon ball z fans and you have a 360 it's definitely something you have to check out uh but on the ds the device that this podcast is about i've been playing a little game called space invaders extreme and also been playing some guitar hero i'm working through hard as well like edgar is um having a lot of fun with that Uh, kara's been playing it mostly so it's hard to wrestle that away from her um she's she's really enjoying it as well uh but space invaders extreme really good game for like the 20 bucks or whatever it is in stores it's really cheap um, basically, it's like a, a a redone version of Space Invaders, um, but it's made modern. There's a whole bunch of different stages. Um, there's a whole bunch of different power ups. Uh, 
different enemies that you're fighting uh bonus stages like it's just crazy um it, it supports the paddle um controller which only came out in japan which is really 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 unfortunate i do not have a paddle and i'm so tempted to order a copy of space invaders from japan just to get the paddle so yes i would spend 50 dollars or whatever 60 dollars to get a little plastic paddle just to make the game that more authentic but uh I don't know. I'm still on the fence about that. But it's a really, really good game. Um, I haven't gotten all the way through it. I'm going to be playing it a lot more uh, when I'm on holidays. But uh, yeah, definitely, if you're a Space Invaders fan or you like shooters or just really quirky games, uh, this is one to pick up. Everything in the game is set to music. So every shot, every explosion, everything. So it is is actually a really, really, really good game. And uh, you can look forward to my review, which is probably going to take about 15 minutes, like Edgar was about to say, in uh, upcoming versions of the DS Live podcast. Awesome. All right, should we get into the release list? Yeah. I wasn't going to cover. I wasn't going to touch that. But since you brought it up, yeah, you are slurring a little bit, man. Are you are you drinking while talking? Is that what's happening? I, I like to drink at around 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, and unfortunately, you killed my buzz. That's but, what uh, it is. That's what it is. Your coca tea. My coca tea. Yes. <laughs> All right. I got to send you some because you like the tea. Yeah, that would, that would be really good. I wouldn't mind that if we could get through customs. If you get to hopefully it won't. They, they can't trace it back to me and be like, oh, you had tea. Can they? Yeah, probably. I mean. I don't know. I don't know that. Sure we'll we'll take this. Gonna, like, we'll take this offline because we're gonna get. Uh, we're gonna get true. indicted on something. Right. Uh, basically, uh, the release list uh, for the next week. We got five games coming out. The first one is Mr. Slime. You play a little slime character, and it's kind of an action puzzle game, uh, which is kind of neat. We have a game called Nancy Drew, The Mystery of Clue Bender Society, and look for a review of that from Edgar coming up in future episodes of the podcast. (laughs) A game called Poochie Poochie Virus, which is a Japanese series that's been out for a while. It's kind of like it's a virus fighting game. You have to link uh, viruses to, to erase them. It's like there's like a hundred levels or something it's going to be pretty serious if you're into the puzzle kind of genre of games uh that might be one that you want to pick up uh we have space chimps coming out uh, which is chimps in space pretty it's pretty simple and a little game called word master which is another casual word game type thing and those are the games that are coming out next week on the ds Awesome. You want to take a short break? Yeah, let's take a little break. Uh, we're happy to announce that we're uh, again being sponsored by GoToMeeting. Our friends at GoToMeeting are back. And they're back because they got a couple new uh, announcements um, based on GoToMeeting. A really great product that we've used and talked about in the past, and they have new versions right now. Um, a couple new announcements. The first one is that there is a Mac version now, but I want to talk about something a little bit different now. I want to talk about voice over ip uh so if you have used skype if you've used gizmo project if you use some of the other voip um programs you know that it's kind of annoying to get everybody hooked up with with voice that way um so GoToMeeting has taken advantage of that and they've actually built it right into the GoToMeeting client so GoToMeeting has just gotten easier if you haven't tried GoToMeeting, and now's the time because the new version of GoToMeeting has a fully integrated voice over ip system uh with this new total audio feature you have more audio options by being able to conference through a phone or the web. Save time and money and be more efficient. Hold an online meeting with GoToMeeting. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. So you DS Life listeners, I want to try this. You can try it free for 30 days at the following website. That is gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts. That's gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts. And 
as a reminder, it is a free trial and we've used it in the, in the past and it's keeps getting better and better. Uh, they're a bit different than some of the other, um, um, similar products out there because they offer unlimited meetings for a low price. So, uh, definitely check it out and, uh, head on over to the dslifepodcast.com website to get a link to the website or just simply go to go to meeting.com slash tech podcast and download your free 30 day trial to check it out for yourself. All right, let's, ju- let's jump in to the awesomeness that is news for this Nintendo DS Life podcast. The, the news. DS Life News. Ah, bumpers. They're so nice. They are nice. All right, guys. Nintendo. I think it's like an RPG. I think that we should just call this the DS Life RPG podcast because um, there's so many RPGs coming out on the DS. It seems to be like a, a niche that people are jumping onto and, and filling a void rather quickly. It's a good thing. Um, and it's a very good thing because Fire Emblem is one of my favorite uh, franchises. Uh, <clears throat> you guys know that it was released on the the Wii earlier this year. Uh, was it this year? It was yep. this year. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, this year. Well, now uh, Nintendo is releasing details about the next iteration of uh, Fire Emblem coming to the DS. Um, it's you can expect a bunch of uh, cool features: Wi-Fi Connect, multiplayer. Uh, plenty of new character classes and whatnot, but it looks very old school, um, which is really pretty graphics. It's uh, I, we've talked about uh, new retro games coming out. This is a very this is a very reminiscent of like uh, Super Nintendo style graphics. It's two D uh, when you're uh, on the map, and even when you're fighting against people, uh, it's all two D cell shaded animation. Um, it's not known when it's actually coming to the U.S. It'll be out in August in Japan. Uh, so let's hope that it comes out in the U.S. because, or w- let's hope it comes out soon because uh, a lot of times people dra- they drag their feet when releasing these types of games. And I'm sure this is going to be one of the E3 announcements because it is a, a really a big franchise for them. Yeah, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. I mean, it's huge here in, in the U.S. and it's also huge in in Japan. So yeah, yes. very much looking forward to this. Uh, Lloyd will post uh, a link with a couple of videos that you guys could watch. And I think even on the same page, there's a, a video of uh, just the music, that um, the NES music of the original Fire Emblem in 1990 or something. So mm-hmm. good stuff. Excellent. You want to... Yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get into the next one. Um, this is something that's going to be near and dear to my heart. Um, and what is the company that's done it? 505 Games um, is has announced that Buffy the Vampire Slayer Sacrifice is coming exclusively to the Nintendo DS um, based on an agreement that they have with 20th Century Fox Licensing and Merchandising. Uh, so there you go. Uh, it's going to be a 3D adventure game or 3D action game, 3D shooter type thing where you can play as Buffy the Vampire Slayer through 24 levels. Uh, you can use a whole bunch of different uh slayer weapons that would be 20 different slayer weapons um there's 12 different level bosses it's going to be awesome i'm I'm a huge buffy fan of the original series pretty much anything that joss whedon does i will uh, pay attention to and i uh, loved the original buffy the vampire slayer uh and it, i even like the other games which uh on on like the xbox and stuff like that even though they really weren't that good i still played every single buffy game that came out so i'm i'm like hugely hugely excited to see this game come out on the DS. Um, I'm going to be linking to a story that has a little bit more information, and I believe I have a link to some screenshots as well that I will be posting up in the show notes. Hey, uh, what website did you get this from? Uh, it's your website. Oh, it's my website? Yeah, no. It, it's, uh, <laughs> there was a whole bunch of stories that came out. This one came from gaygamer.net, which is a really, actually, really good news site if you've never paid attention to it. 
I've never paid attention to it. Then you're missing, my friend. You are missing. Mm. All right. Uh, before Edgar takes over and uh, announces some other um, stuff, I wanted to talk about one of my favorite uh, game development companies of all time, and that is Square Enix. Um, they basically just announced that two new Chocobo games are going to be coming onto the DS. That is uh, basically Chocobo's Dungeon, um, which actually came out to the on the Wii, um, which I, is the one that I'm playing and the one that I'm loving. They're going to be it's going to be Chocobo's Dungeon Plus on the DS, so it's going to be a, 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 a I guess a different version. And uh, they're also going to have Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon Maze of Time DS, which will be coming as well. So um, if you are a Chocobo fan or you're an RPG fan or you just like everything Square Enix, uh, this is definitely a a good news for you. Um, If Chocobo Dungeon is half as good on the DS as it is on the Wii, it's definitely going to be a really good series or a really good game to pick up. Uh, But that's not all. Um, They've also confirmed that at E308, they're going to be showing um, North American versions of Exit, which is kind of a puzzler. Uh, It was big on the PSP a few years ago. Back when I was still regularly doing the PSP podcast, uh, I had a, a serious love for that game because there was a whole bunch of downloadable content for free. A really, really good puzzler. That'll be coming on the DS. And uh, Legend of Kage 2 will be coming. Uh, we talked about this coming out in Japan <clears throat> a little while ago. And it will be coming uh, for for the DS as well. Um, it's I don't believe it's actually being designed by square enix but it is definitely being published by them so there you go uh four square enix games that are going to be shown off at e3 and it's not even e3 yet and all these games are coming out which usually means that there's going to be some really 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 good stuff yeah so keep excited about your ds's um and if you're looking for a square enix fix coming recently uh final fantasy 4 which we all know is final fantasy 2 here in the states on the SN, uh, the super nintendo entertainment system uh will be coming out for the nintendo ds with revamped graphics uh and uh same storyline the same awesome awesome fantastic storyline so look forward to that um like i said early in the podcast i've been playing through final fantasy three and it's amazingly well done and i can only expect that final fantasy four is going to be just as good if not better um there's already reviews being put out on the internet which is surprising because that game doesn't even come out for a couple weeks um and and i could only imagine it's just to get the kind of like the uh, marketing machine uh going into full gear before it actually comes out but it's already getting rave reviews um i've seen nothing but nines and tens for this game uh so if you if you're a fan Final Fantasy or thinking about getting into an RPG, this would be a perfect time to jump in. It is a hardcore RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this one I, is one of the more complex RPGs, if I remember, um, you Be- know, with the Esper trading. Oh, no, no, excuse me. That was part three yeah. or six in the Be- States. Basically, but- when, when Final Fantasy 2 came to the U.S., um, Square at the time did not think that the U.S. public could handle the really hard Japanese RPGs. Right. So right. when they released Final Fantasy II on the SNES, it was very, very much dumbed down. Like uh, bosses that were almost impossible on the Japanese version were like super easy. Um, there was a whole right. bunch of changes that were made that way. Um, and they've said that they've they've totally done a 180 on that. This game is actually going to be more difficult than the original release in Japan and uh, is going to kick everybody's butt. So if, you, if you're in for a really hardcore RPG that has a really really wicked story this is definitely one that you want to lick at look at yeah yeah uh or lick, lick up or, or lick, you lick if you want to lick the case as well i'm sure I, i'm not going to judge you <laughs> uh but it's definitely one you will look at but i know square enix in the last little while they've released so many games on the ds it's kind of amazing like there was a final fantasy 3 there was um 
the world ends with you there was final yeah. fantasy tactics advance 2 that just came out um there's these four games that we've been talking about final fantasy 4 um chrono trigger uh which has been announced for the ds as well which they're going to show it at e3 that's something that we didn't put in the news which i totally should have um wait, wait, is chrono trigger a remake of the original yeah or? basically chrono trigger on the ds is going to be um basically the snes version um pixel for pixel on the ds they're not actually doing a, a remake like they're doing for the final fantasy series um but mm. it, it's one of the it's still one of the top super nintendo games of all time and they're going to be releasing a version on the ds so square enix is just going ds crazy um which yeah. is which is cool it's cool to see all these games uh coming out i'd like to see some of their old games come out on the virtual console for my uh for my wii but that's uh, that's just me and it will probably never ever ever happen let's just hope that they're not flooding the market and they see that in the numbers yeah you know because you release that many i mean there's only unfortunately with rpgs it's not like an action platform where you could play for like an hour and kind of be done Mm -hmm. like an rpg you have to you know start and finish and you devote 40 hours of your time to yeah exactly so it's very different and uh, like i could buy two different action games and play them i will never play two rpgs at the same time Mm mm-hmm you know, and so they start releasing these RPGs too close uh, to release date. I don't know how many of these I'll be picking up. I was a huge fan of Code Trigger. I actually beat it eight different ways because I think it had 12 different endings or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so I think I beat it like one or two shy of every single way you could beat it, which is Chrono Trigger is an awesome game. So if you guys have never played Chrono Trigger and uh, you guys are interested, we'll talk about it, I'm sure, on a later podcast. But it was amazing. For sure. All right. Well, we talked a little bit about uh, a similar game uh, to this one on the We Spot podcast, and that is Animal Crossing. Uh, not saying that there's a new Animal Crossing coming for the DS, but there is Hello Kitty Crossing, which is the next best thing. Uh, so basically, if you uh, if you like Animal Crossing and you like cute characters or just Hello Kitty, this might be a game for you. Uh, not much has been said about it. Uh, just the fact that it is coming out. It's called Hello Kitty Big City Dreams coming for the DS. Uh, and you basically uh, you you follow Hello Kitty as she moves to San Rio Town to seek a new life in the big city. What will she find when she gets there? mini games so it's kind of like animal crossing where you're you're meeting your neighbors um, making up an apartment sending email trading gifts doing things Uh, but it's basically uh with mini games thrown into it so if you're if you're (laughs) really looking forward to another animal crossing on on your ds this might be your next best thing all right we're seeing a lot of sarcastic comments right now in, in the forum, chat room yeah chat room but i mean this game has potential let's let's not ignore that completely no no i mean well the original animal crossing was a cute game so yeah hello kitty is cute so i mean what's yeah. what's the difference really it could be a, it could still be a very well-made game exactly. it's not going to be like zebras with a Z. no exactly hello kitty maybe daddies yeah, yeah. Pets so it doesn't have it doesn't have the Z of death. So mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't have the Z of death, we're good. And it's not an Ubisoft game, so that's two things it has going for it. Oh, burn! Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Damn! All right, guys. Uh, we talked a little bit about Guitar Hero on tour earlier, uh, and if you want to pimp out your grip, uh, you could do that. If you go onto the official site, they have some new grips on sale. Did you see any of them that you like there, Lloyd? Um. Yeah, no. I mean, my hand is covering it, so really, do I care? Not so <laughs> much. Uh, but no. it is. But it is kind of neat uh, that they that they're now um, making all the peripherals be kind of customizable. Um, the one that is kind of neat that I thought was kind of weird uh, is the v- Vicarious Visions guy that has like the 
his whole back tattooed and that's your grip is someone's back with big vicarious visions tattoo on it kind of weird but i mean if you're not going to see it anyway you might as well use the most disgusting one that you possibly can right i don't think i'll be doing that um there's been some other places on the net that have come up with uh their own um their own takes on replaceable grip covers and there's even some templates you can download if you're so inclined uh do your own little design and then print it out yourself cut it out and you have your own customized grip as well yeah that's kind of cool i think there was one uh number four of 16 if you guys want to check it out the little alien guy's kind of neat mm, yeah it looks kind of I like him. kind of a robot with his yeah, given, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, given the little devil horns that's yeah. kind of neat is that a real tattoo, the one you were talking about? Is no, that a real? No, no, it's like a 3D image. Um, I've seen it before. I can't remember what of their... There was some advertising that they did where they said, if you like our games this much, you're going to love blah, which was whatever title they were talking about. And uh-huh. they had a guy standing there with the big, the whole whole back tattoo. I mean, I at least I hope that that isn't a real tattoo. <laughs> I'd be really sorry for society if that was a real tattoo uh it's a little bit better than the the gay zelda tattoos i've seen on people so yeah or the guy was it joystick or kotaku who got two tattoos he got the red mage or the white mage on one hand and then like the the red character from final fantasy done in like nes final fantasy pixel graphics that's on his on, on his arms it was just it was like i i like games not that much i don't think i don't know (laughs) All right, dude, take the next one. All right, well, we've talked about this uh, a while ago, and that is the Korg DS10, uh, the DS version of the Korg um, um, synthesizer um, package. And we also said that it's only going to be on the DS and only in Japan uh, because no one had picked it up in North America yet. Well, that is all changed. Uh, a company called Xseed um, is going to be bringing it over to the DS in October. So in the 10th month, you're going to get Korg DS10. Uh, really, really cool. If, if you are a music uh, aficionado or you really like to make your own music or you just like coolly cool non-game kind of game games like uh, electroplankton and stuff like that this will definitely be one for you to pick up uh you can basically do everything that the old korg uh, 10 could do uh, but you can do it on your ds um this is definitely going to be huge for people that do uh like um music shows live productions and they use like game boys and things like that already i can see this fitting into their repertoire really 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 well so we'll give you more news uh when it's uh when it's released um xseed basically listed that they're going to be bringing this to e3 uh, um, but they haven't announced any price points or an exact release date but we'll definitely keep you guys posted exactly all right guys we're rounding out home base here we're at the home stretch of the of the podcast and so we have a couple news items left first one is trauma center two now these the notes that i have for this this headline are free download now we uh basically what that means <laughs> is that the trauma center 2 demo for the ds is on the the uh nintendo channel right now mm-hmm. so if you go onto your D, uh, on the wii nintendo channel so if you go onto your wii go onto the download section of your the the um the wii channel on the ds or god damn it on the <laughs> Help me out here, Lloyd. The Nintendo Channel on the Wii. On, on the Wii, yes. And hook up your DS, and you can actually download for a limited time, mind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, this is just, in, I guess, uh, Fatchins is telling us it's just in North America. Oh, he was asking the question, I think. I'm not sure. Is this just in North America? I, we can only look at the uh, the North American Nintendo Channel, so we're really not, not too sure on that. No, not sure. I imagine it'd be, <laughs> I imagine it'd be everywhere, though. 
Um, but uh, they're making it available for a very limited time. It was posted today, so get on it. It's Saturday. It is January 12th or July 12th, so get on it, download it, love it, um, and let us know what you think of the, the demo because I'm kind of curious. I'm actually going to download it as soon as we're done with the podcast. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so go to – jump on your Wii and uh, download Trauma Center 2, the demo. Okay, and our last little news story for today um, has something to do with animals and raising them and keeping them happy. And no, it's not some sort of Tamagotchi or Pokemon. It's called Sim Animals. So the Sim series is going and and, and being enhanced. So you're not just controlling little people. Now you are um, from Endgamer Magazine, this is their quote, um, taking a woodland ecosystem god game where Disney-style characterization meets the teeth and claws of the Discovery Channel. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not too happy about this, but I know we have a lot of Sim fans that listen, so you guys are probably going to be very excited about this. Uh, There are uh, 25 animals and 50 plants in the game. You have to basically create like the best ecosystem where everything is in balance to get all this stuff to get unlocked. So it's going to be kind of like a cross on SimCity and Viva Pinata, maybe. Um, Basically, it's it's a game for people that like Sims, I guess. Uh, Four players can... uh, can can take part in this game at once and it should be on both the ds and the wii next year so if you are a sim fan this might uh, be a game for you exactly hey let me ask you this do you want to go through our emails considering we're on time crunch or do you want to keep going what do you want to do yeah let's let's hit our let's hit our emails real real fast so let's uh let's move let's do our little bumper because i have them queued up ds live touchback all right. Our first email is from Kenley. Uh, hey there, Lloyd and Edgar. Awesome work on the DS Life show as of late. Definitely digging them. With the SNES Classic Chrono Trigger just being confirmed for the DS, how do you feel? Excited, scared, ready, relieved? Do you think it's a good idea to resurrect a classic on a new console for a new generation? Uh, personally, I'm excited for it. Thanks again, Kenley. And uh, just so you know, Edgar, Kenley is uh, is a local Winnipegger who also does a podcast. Um, and uh, met him a few times. Really, uh, really great guy. And he's a really good podcast for the series. Serious, serious music geeks. Um, this is the his PS on his huh? message. For anyone who's interested, I host the Into the Score podcast, which is the only podcast solely devoted to the academic study of video game music. And that's that at, is awesome. That's at www.intothescore.com. And it, it's it's a wicked podcast. Like he gets really, really serious into like uh, di- different series. Like he covered uh, Final Fantasy for a while, and and some of the other stuff. And it, it's just a, a it's a fascinating podcast to listen to i'm not a music geek um this is something more that kara would enjoy because he gets into the specifics of like the uh, why this um why this specific part of the song is so powerful because of the key that it's in and all this other stuff and uh i saw him at uh, video games live as well with a whole bunch of students because he he does some teaching as well i believe and it's just it's just a really really wicked podcast so if you guys are interested in video game music you might want to check out uh, into the score store into the score.com i'll say it really slow so i can actually (laughs) spit it out so there you go kenley thanks for sending that in um as for your question i'm actually kind of I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't modify Chrono Trigger. I mean, it's just right. it's just the SNES version. It is a hard game to get on the SNES, so that that is kind of a nice thing. So you're not paying $125 to buy it on eBay. Um, I, I'm I'm actually I'm really excited about playing it again um, because it's it's only a game that I've ever rented. I've never owned it, and it's definitely something that I've really wanted to uh, to own and play more. So I'm really looking forward to playing it on the DS. Yeah, I had it and I played the heck out of it when I owned it. 
Um, I don't think I'll be playing it again. Uh, I really I played it enough those few times to last me uh, a lifetime. Um, but I love the heck out of Chrono Trigger. I, it was probably probably my top five RPGs of all time. It was a great RPG, um, and it was one of the first times that you saw m- multiple endings the way you did. Uh, and granted, some of them were cheap because you could just time travel, beat it again real quick, and you got another one, mm-hmm. uh, another ending. But it was uh, an amazing, amazing story. Lots of different characters. And if we remember, that was like one of the first times that Square teamed up with the artist from Dragon Ball. So all the characters were in Dragon Ball Z style. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you were a fan of them, uh, if, of Dragon Ball Z, and you were a fan of uh, Square, you were just in heaven because it was a good time. And that's when it was getting really popular here in the States. Well, not popular. I, I mean that in an underground way. That's when you started hearing more about you know, Dragon Ball Z and stuff. But it was, I don't think I'll be picking it up. Uh, I'm interested to think what people that have never played it before, played it before think, um, considering it's such an old school. It's not even that old school to think about it. I it's mean, like 12 years. <laughs> it's 12 years old, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, 12, years, it's 12 years old. But like, I think there's almost a clear division between, like, say, Final Fantasy 2 mm, and Chrono Trigger. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah, definitely. It's like, for some reason, even like between like the beginning of SNES and the end of SNES, the the RPGs are almost night and day, mm-hmm. um, because the first generation of of RPGs on the SNES were more NES than anything else. Cool. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm excited for it just because I know that new people will be playing it, and I'm actually more excited to know what they think rather than me buying it myself. I'm not going to be picking it up. There's too many other games right now that I'd I'd rather be playing. So. But it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing by no, any way. No, definitely. Okay, well, let's move along. Uh, I'll take the next email. Uh, sure. Jane Cropley writes in, Hi, guys. Thanks for the DS Live podcast. I love your show. I was getting a little burnt out from my DS, but after listening to your show, I revived. It has revived my interest, and I've gone out and bought a few games. So I thought I would share a couple comments on the ones I picked up. Uh, Professor Layton in the Curious Village. I picked this one up on your recommendations, and I love this game, although there are some times that I feel robbed by hints being lame, and I agree with that. There were some hints yeah. that I used, which are just not hints at all um she continues i also picked up my weight loss coach on a whim it has the same scr- structure as brain age uh, complete challenges daily to open new challenges and track your progress uh, there's a cheery little guide that walks through the game and the pedometer that it comes with uh is a, is screaming uh it, with is a screaming i own weight loss coach as it's not very discreet so it's a big glowing orb i guess um but i'm really impressed by the scale challenges based on your response to quizzes if you select i'm a stationary object for your level of normal activity it starts off with simple activity instead of do 10 one-handed push-ups uh, for which i believe is uh, the failing of we fit and nothing can lose the weight for you but this game helps make sh- make it fun to do lastly a question what's up with the ds web browser i've heard so many opinions on it mostly bad is it worth picking up all right jade uh thanks for uh for sending that in and to answer your question uh, no, the DS browser is definitely not worth uh, picking up. It's slow. It's cumbersome. It doesn't support any of the newer, um, like Flash, um, some of the, the the CSS stuff, like the newer CSS that other what that like two, Web 2.0 websites are using, um, has some issues rendering properly on the device. It is uh, definitely not something uh, that uh, I would ever recommend to anybody. And uh, also, I'm just really happy that you are are picking up games based on our recommendation and that uh, they're working out for you. So there you go. Yeah, I would I would pretty much argue the same thing. Uh the DS browser back in the you know, if you had picked it up um 
on, on launch date, it was bad then, mm-hmm. and it's definitely not good now. Especially when there's uh, things like the iPhone and iPod Touch out there, which render full web pages in exactly. like, with full CSS support and everything. Um, there's just much better uh, options out for you if you want to spend just a little bit more money. Even like if, the, if, uh, no, the Nokia N810 or whatever is a really good yeah. internet tablet that has a full web browser on it. If they had released the DS browser when the DS first came out, it would have been great. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone would have complained about it, it because there weren't too many things like it at the time. But now with the times changing and no updates being made to it, which I think is also sad, you know, because um, the Internet's constantly changing. Protocols are constantly changing. I think mm-hmm. that uh, if they would have kept it up, I think it, it could have been a really cool thing. But like Lloyd said, with all the different other, with all the other ways to access the Internet now, there's no need for it. And, there, and honestly, you're not going to want to use it very often because I hear it's – we try to make excuses for it. I remember when it was coming out and it was in Japan. Some people imported it. And we were we – were f- saying that maybe it was slow because it was contacting the Japanese servers instead of local servers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we, that, that turned out not to be the case and it's just really slow with rendering and whatnot. So, yeah, exactly. All right. So thanks Jade for sending that email in and our last email of the day before we wrap this one up is from Ethan and Ethan writes, Hey guys, first of all, love the podcast. We spot podcasts and DS live podcasts are the only two that I ever listened to. Anyway, yesterday I picked up Arkanoid DS. I played it for two hours straight and I really enjoyed it. Uh, later I went online to check its review and I po- can't possibly understand how IGN uh, can give it a four out of 10. The level design of the game is not very thoughtful. And if you compare it to other breaks, breakout style games, the actual gameplay isn't as satisfying. Uh, but the multiplayer in, in this game is really addictive. There's a quest mode uh, similar to the Zelda-themed game type in Tetris DS multiplayer, and there's a Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi battle mode. And not only that, but the best thing about it is the points system. You get points by playing through the game's hundreds of levels and by getting good scores or by completing quests. Uh, you can use these points in an in-game store to purchase backgrounds, sounds, and new paddle sprites, uh, block sprites and outlines, etc., etc. I strive to get these points and will until I've unlocked most of the games unlocked. I really think that it is a fun game to have. I can imagine myself playing in long car rides after Animal Crossing gives me a headache, which takes about two hours. Wow, it takes about <laughs> two, 20 minutes for me. Um, all I'm saying is that it's a decent game, and if you somehow manage to get a paddle controller, you definitely should get this. If not, you may still want to get it, as it's only $19.99, and that was from Ethan Smith. So I, I have not picked up Arkanoid, and I just wanted to read this email just because it is one of the, uh, the games that we have talked about uh, on, on the podcast a fair bit. Yeah, it's it's it is kind of sad. I mean, if Ethan liked it that much, that IGN gave it a four. It sounds like it's an average. It's an average game. It, it's getting uh, mixed reviews um, from different sites, so it's all over the board from like sevens to or sevens fours and anything in between, really. So okay. it, it's a decent game, and if you like those types of games, um, it's you, you'll definitely want to pick it up. It would definitely be much better with a paddle controller, um, which sadly I don't know why they chose not to release it in the states. All right, guys. Uh, we, as you heard, we had a bunch of uh, emails, but we'd love to hear from you. So Lloyd's going to tell you how to get in touch with us. Yeah, we do love to hear from you guys, both in person in the chat room at newcoda.com slash live when we do our live shows, but also uh, just through email and voicemails. Uh, you can email us by heading on over to dslivepodcast.com. Click contact us at the top of the page and send us an email that way. Or you can email us directly at dslivepodcast at gmail.com or send us a voicemail of either a... Uh, Fat Chin's already put the voicemail line into the chat room. I think he uh, memorized it from our saying it so often. And that voicemail line is, of course, a 206-326-1221. 
Again, ladies and gentlemen, that number is 206-326-1221. That's right. And definitely send us some voicemail. We love to play audio questions on the podcast. And we haven't had any uh, recently that we've actually been able to use. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. Send send us voicemail either that way or record something like an MP3 and send it to us. Because we do want to start uh, playing uh, questions and 60-second reviews in future podcasts. Yep. All right, guys. I think we're about out. Yeah, that's going to about do it. Um. Uh, again, check newcoder.com slash live near the end of next week to find out when we're recording the next live shows. Uh, but until then, uh, in, enjoy your summer. We'll talk to you guys in about a week. Yeah, guys, take it easy. All right. Have a good one. Later. Bye. DS Life, your DS News source. source, 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 source.